1: Did you know Black and White Sports is the number one conservative sports entity on YouTube with over 35 million views? Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast available anywhere quality podcasts are available. Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, and
2: Spotify, and many others. Hit subscribe now. Friends, let's face it. The future of America is looking worse each day. Those who are observant have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? Do you have enough food, water, and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company, and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four week emergency food kit which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage, so it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it a lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your four-week emergency food kit. You'll save 25% if you at now, that's prepare with blackandwhite.com. Don't wait, do it today. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, You can actually get three bottles of Javi coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use mump fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup, add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee, mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, mump fruit, whatever, and folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today.
0: You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube, the no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now.
2: All right, guys, finally, the Tokyo, a.k.a. the Wokio Olympics are in the book. And this was an absolute disaster for NBC sports as they televised these Olympics. And boy, the TV ratings for this utter woke disaster is a disaster. I mean, guys. The the numbers that are coming in and we don't have the final numbers. This is a telltale sign that the Olympics are probably in real, real trouble in the future if they keep going down the woke road. When you think of these Olympics, what comes to mind? What comes to mind first and foremost to me is the political protests, the protests in general, you no, know, not just the Americans. You know, there were there were other uh, athletes from other countries as well. But since I live in America, we're going to focus on America. These athletes that went over there and participated in these Olympics, a lot of these guys just completely disrespected this country, and they didn't perform well. And people tune out when athletes do not respect the country. So, guys, we're going to be diving into all of that, folks. In this video. But first, here's a message from today's sponsor. Friends, let's face it, the future of America is looking worse each day. Those who are observing have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? Do you have enough food, water, and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage, so it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it A lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your four-week emergency food kit. You'll save 25% if you act now. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. Don't wait. Do it today. All right. So this article here is from a few days ago. And this is on deadline. It says Tokyo Olympics viewership and ratings hit new lows as games Final Days Loom. Now, this was written on August the 6th, and of course, this is August the 8th right here. A disaster is happening at the Olympics, folks. Viewership for the NBC's coverage of the 2020 Tokyo Olympics continued to fall as Thursday evening delivered both the lowest rated and least watched date. Per overnight numbers, NBC's Thursday night coverage aired to 10.4 million viewers. And earned a 2.1 rating in the 18 to 49 demo. Thursday's numbers fell below last Friday and last Saturday, which first marked the showing with the smallest audience and lowest ratings, respectively. Thursday saw a 35% drop in viewership and fell 1.5 in ratings from the previous week, which was the second best performing night. Viewership for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics is about Half of what the 2016 Rio Olympics brought in and nearly a third of the London Games viewers. Given the new lows, it's worth noting that the 2020 Tokyo Olympics has just just uh, three more nights, including Friday. And as of right now, guys, we know it is completely over with. Primetime eyes weren't only on the Olympics on Thursday as Fox aired his coverage of the NFL Hall of Fame, which ran From 8 p.m. to 11 p.m., Fox followed closely behind NBC, which has dominated primetime since the the start of the Olympics, averaging a 2.0 and 7.13 million viewers. Now, we know that the Hall of Fame game, the ratings for that were pretty high. It was. But let's go over here to Fox News. It says NBC sees worst case scenario as the Olympics ratings plunge. Amid woke protests, and guys, this is the main talking point right here. We know that these woke athletes out there that were protesting that turns off the viewers. Nobody wants to see Megan Rapino kneeling before matches. Nobody wants to see Raven Saunders throwing up nets. Nobody wants to see Gwen Berry and Gwen Berry didn't even medal, you know. At least Raven Saunders and uh Megan Rapino, they did medal. So they can do that little protest or whatever. In the case of Raven Saunders, she actually did it on the podium. But uh, Gwen Berry, she performed pretty pathetic. And the talking point for her the whole time was not about her performance, but about protesting. It says here NBC is giving advertisers who who bought airtime during the Tokyo Olympics extra commercials due to overwhelming ratings. Underwhelming ratings, I should say not overwhelming, underwhelming ratings for this year's 2020 Olympics, fueled by a pandemic weary population and backlash against woke athletes protesting the U.S. flag and national anthem. NBC Sports Chairman Pete Vecchia insisted to the Associated Press that the network would still make money on the 2020 Olympics, but left out details about How much NBC's primetime coverage of the Tokyo Olympics on July 26 averaged 14.7 million viewers for a 49 percent drop compared to the equivalent night from the 2016 Rio Rio de Janeiro games and 53 percent less than the 2012 London Olympics. The opening ceremonies saw their lowest viewership since 1998. Guys, that falls right in line with what Deadline actually said here when they said the ratings were about half of what it was in Rio. And you see there, Megan Rapino kneeling. Woke protests leads to this kind of thing. Variety's senior, senior TV editor, Brian Steinberg, wrote that the drop has spurred advertiser anxiety, which hasn't been eased by the news that legendary American gymnast Simone Biles withdrew from team competition, and fan favorite Naomi Osaka was eliminated from the tennis medal competition. He quoted a media buying executive who, say, who said the early viewership numbers clearly are not what NBC, our agency, or our clients were looking for from costly investment. Quote When you look at the numbers, it's hard to be pleased with them, Andy Billings, director of the sports communications program. At the University of Alabama told the AP "It's probably NBC's worst case scenario, but it's probably a worst case scenario that they would have that they would have been able to predict months ago. Well, when you have all these athletes out there talking about, you know, going over there and protesting. Yeah, you should actually see this coming. Beership has lagged behind the Rio coverage by roughly half on numerous nights of this year's competition. And woke protests by American athletes condemning the U.S. or national anthem have done little to attract new viewers while alienating Republican spectators, according to Patrick Murray, director of the Monmouth University Polling Institute in New Jersey. The lingering effects of the coronavirus pandemic have also taken a toll. Now, I'm not going to use the pandemic. I'm tired of hearing that excuse right there. Okay, if you want to watch TV, all you have to do is flip on the TV. That's all you need to do. It's pretty much free. You don't have to go out and interact with people. If you have a TV, you can turn it on and watch the Olympics. But we know why people were not watching the Olympics. They're tired tired of the uh, the woke protests and things like that, and and athletes being un-American. It goes on. It says, last week, the university published a poll that found A third fewer Americans were interested in watching the games. A whopping 43% of respondents said they had little interest in watching compared to just 16% who had a lot. And while 55% of Americans felt it was a good idea to hold the postponed 2020 games this year, 36% said it wasn't. Quote, the Olympic spirit is a bit dampened this year, Murray said. The delay from last year and the lack of spectators have taken the edge off the typical anticipation and excitement for this this event. But the emergence of Black Lives Matter in the sports world has also led to a backlash among some Americans. Absolutely. And it says here, not all athletes have protested the flag. The woke women's soccer team had to settle for bronze last week, but the U.S. men's basketball team took gold and star Kevin Durant derided, derided the media credits by telling one to, quote, act like you're an American. And that's funny coming from Kevin Durant, who was in the marches in me at China, because last year in that bubble, they were nailing for Black Lives Matter during the playing of the national anthem. They were being very much un-American. Now, we know that Kevin Durant wasn't actually in that bubble because he was injured. But these players on Team USA were doing that in the bubble and the NBA really has not recovered a whole lot. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people were not watching them represent the country in the Olympics. Unreal. Unreal. But what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of these woke athletes actually going over there and protesting and hurting the TV ratings for the Olympics? I mean, why couldn't more athletes actually be like um, Tamir Stock mensa or Mensah Stock? who actually was celebrating and proud to be an American as she won the goal at the Olympics. Guys, woke sports is never going learn to this, learn this lesson, it seems. These athletes still do not get it that people do not want to watch them protest. People and, Amer- and Americans, for the most part, have rejected woke sports. Every single sports league that got woke and started doing the BLM thing. That ratings took a hit. It did. And guys. It's just going to continue to go down. If this continues. So we'll have to see what happens with uh, Paris in 2024. Maybe Maybe it'll only get worse. But these athletes are going to have to start being patriotic to their country. And just maybe people may tune into Paris in 2024.
0: tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrants for Black and White Live. We're gonna
1: talk about Aaron Rodgers because some strange news just broke regarding Aaron Rodgers from one of his former teammates who is still good friends with Aaron Rodgers. And he made a really, really bold kind of out in left field prediction for where Aaron Rodgers might end up after the 2021 season. As we know, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers they made a little handshake agreement that he will be traded after this season. Now the issue with that and something we haven't talked about a lot is the fact that they supposedly told him they would trade him after last season, which is something a lot of people haven't talked about. But it's something that is a true thing. Uh, Chris Sims came out and said he knows for a fact Aaron Rodgers was told he would, uh, would already be gone. And that is why on draft day when the news came out about the 49ers trade, he was furious that the Packers did not pull the trigger. Well, Will Blackman has come out and says Aaron Rodgers is going to the Saints after this season. Packers Aaron Rodgers will join the Saints in 2022, former teammate says. This is from Fox News. Ever wonder where Aaron Rodgers will play next? Ex-Packers teammate has the answer. Former defensive back Will Blackman, who played with Rodgers and the Packers from 2006 to 2009, says the future Hall of Fame quarterback will be heading to New Orleans next season. Quote next year Aaron Rodgers will be a New Orleans Saint, he told TMZ Sports. Blackman told the website that he still maintains a good relationship with Rodgers, and he said he wouldn't be shocked if he's under center for the Saints, head coach Sean Payton in 2022. I can see Aaron Rodgers being a New Orleans Saint next year. Drew Brees retired in offseason and former number one overall pick, Jameis Winston is expected to take over as a New Orleans starter, but that's not written either. It may be Taysom Hill. Blackman believes the former Florida State product won't do enough to keep his job for another season. Blackman told TMZ Sports that Winston needs to cut down interceptions, and since the Saints will be without Michael Thomas to start the season, he thinks Winston will have a difficult time producing, which will open the door for Rodgers to join New Orleans following the year. That is very interesting. Now, I will say this. Do I think that Sean Payton, being one of these offensive gurus, a guy that is known to be highly intelligent, do I think that would be intriguing for Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I think he would like to pair up with a coach, a veteran coach who is a known offensive guru, and I think there would be more of a mutual respect level between Aaron Rodgers and the coach he is playing for. Although he seems to like his coach in Green Bay, it's the uh, uh, the general manager and the upper management that he has a true problem with. And, of course, talking about uh, all his former teammates that they got rid of in the past. Now, by the way, Aaron Rodgers, a lot of people on that list sucked after they left the Packers. Okay, so that means the Packers actually made a pretty good decision letting them go uh, like Jordy Nelson. Let's just be real. Uh, Now, I do find that interesting because it's also not part of Aaron Rodgers' leaked list of teams he'd like to go to. Supposedly, because of his actress, girlfriend slash future wife, He wants to go to somewhere on the West Coast or close to the West Coast like Denver, Las Vegas, or the San Francisco 49ers. I still don't put the Niners out of the running for Aaron Rodgers because part of me wonders, well, will Trey Lance be ready to go or would they be willing to set Trey Lance for a couple of years? Word coming out of San Francisco, Trey Lance is going to see some plays this year as starting uh, at quarterback, not as starting quarterback, but some uh, scripted plays for Trey Lance to be able to come in the game and get his feet with for the Niners. Uh, look, the Saints have a pretty good defense. They've got a pretty good offensive line. And, of course, Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray are there at running back. So there would be some offensive weaponry and I'm sure Sean Payton would like to get his hands on somebody like Aaron Rodgers. We know John Gruden would. Uh, so I find this interesting. You know, do I make it a possibility? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, evidently, you know, there was word that he, they, the Saints truly flirted with Tom Brady. Uh, so uh, that tells you right there, would they be in or out on Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. He is, at the end of the day, an aging quarterback. But quarterbacks play longer. Aaron Rodgers is in pretty good shape, and I could see him coming there for say two years before calling it a day in his career. We one thing we do know is he won't be hosting Jeopardy. Now they got a host.
0: Peace. I'm out. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back.
1: Road for Black and White Live. We've got two subjects in this video. Number one, we've got the jab because now the uh, media is starting to ask Mac Jones and Cam Newton whether or not they've received the jab. Now, for full disclosure, if you choose to get the jab, awesome. If you choose not to get the jab, that is also awesome. That's up to you. That is your choice. Well, the media is junkyard dogs about asking these NFL quarterbacks, these NFL players, what which way they've decided to go on this very intimate medical issue. And we are also going to talk about the fact that, look, I, I listen to a lot of Tom Kernan. He's got a Patriots podcast. Um, and I look at a lot of training, uh, training camp uh, articles right now, especially about... The quarterback competition between Mac Jones and Cam Newton. And Belichick the other day come out and he very uh openly hinted that Cam Newton was probably going to win the job. Except it looks more and more like Mac Jones is going to win this job, I think, with New England. Why? Well, Mac Jones is just flat outperforming Cam Newton right now. And It is starting to reflect in the actual repetitions that the quarterbacks are getting and splitting in camp. So we have that story, too, to come at you. Now, let's get to the issue of vaccinated and unvaccinated Cam Newton and Mac Jones, because it's ridiculous. This is from Boston.com. In case you're wondering, they're super woke. Cam Newton and Mac Jones won't say if, they're, if they've are if they received the COVID vaccine. The on-field play of quarterbacks Cam Newton and Mac Jones wasn't the only subject the two had to tackle in the team's second day of padded practice. It's padded practice at the New England Patriots training camp. Guys, that's where we're at. And we're getting asked if... They have the vaccine. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. You've got arguably the most heated quarterback battle in the league involving Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots, and they are asking this question. of The, the media is concerned about this. Okay. Reporters posed another critical question. Look at how this is posed from Boston.com. Reporters posed another critical question to the two of them. One has engulfed the NFL locker room across the league. Quotes, are you vaccinated? Not surprisingly, both quarterbacks punted. Good for Cam, good for Mac. Newton and Jones declined to confirm whether they were vaccinated, with Newton even seeming to bristle at the question. Quote, are you vaccinated? He asked the Boston Globe reporter Ben Violin before answering himself. Quote, I think it's too personal for each and every person to kind of discuss it. I'll keep it at that. Jones similarly called his non-answer on vaccination, quote, a personal choice. Despite what detractors might believe, the question has clear relevance for both players. For one, Cam Newton contracted the COVID-19 virus in week four of last season. And uh, though asymptomatic was out for 10 days, he missed the team's loss to the Chiefs. By the way, a game I've got to acknowledge, the Patriots probably would have won with Cam uh, because they played the Kansas City Chiefs very, very tough. Now, let's get to a follow-up involving Corona bro Mike Florio about Cam Newton declining to answer the question. Now, he comes down here and essentially is starting to hint at the fact that Cam might lose the quarterback battle with Mac Jones over his vaccination status. Besides, Newton already knows what can happen when a positive COVID test occurs, not long before the Patriots were due to play the Chiefs last season, Newton tested positive, and in many respects, his absence derailed his season and the team season. Newton is surely smart enough to realize these things. The Patriots undoubtedly have been doing enough to get him to understand why he should be vaccinated. Here we go with Florio. The fact that he is still apparently refuses to underscore how strongly some people feel about this. As to Newton, he could end up handing Mac Jones the starting job if Newton gets knocked off the roster this year. The possibility that Newton suddenly will become unavailable any and every given day also could be enough to resolve a close competition in favor of the rookie if he's vaccinated. Maybe it will be a decision like that, or perhaps an unexpected release of a high-profile, unvaccinated player to finally pierce the wall of whatever is keeping these guys from to do what they need to do. Well, once again, we're making the blanket assumption that they're not vaccinated. They just chose not to answer your dumbass media question, Mike Florio, Boston Globe. They chose to not answer it. <sighs> Which is their right. They said, that's my personal decision. I'm going to keep that to myself. Okay? It's, it's you, the media, that has decided these guys are unvaccinated. And maybe they are. But the fact is, you don't know. And I'm starting to think some of these media members may actually start trying to dig up these medical records, if they can find it, for these players over the vaccination status. Look. I think Mac Jones is going to win this job. But should he win it based on the fact that he might be vaccinated and Cam Newton's not? No way. No way. It needs to be the play on the field that decides whether or not Mac Jones and Cam Newton, whoever wins that quarterback job and deserves it, it needs to be an issue involving the actual play. That, I find that appalling. Now let's get to the real reason that Mac Jones is starting to look like he's pulling away from Cam in this job. Uh, this is part of the tar- Tom Kernan Patriots talk podcast I listened to the other day. Is it possible that Mac Jones beats out Cam Newton and wins the week one starting job? Yes, I am willing to predict that that will come to pass after eight training camp practices. He says he's not quite ready to predict that. But the trend over the past two practices has been a heap of work onto Jones's plate. The rookie took 52 snaps combined in competitive 11-on-11 periods Wednesday and Thursday. Cam Newton only took 29. Through eight days of camp, Newton has completed 59% of his passes... In competitive 11-on-11 and 7-on-7 periods. Mag Jones, meanwhile, has completed 63% of his throws in those same periods. It's close, but Jones has built some positive momentum over the past few days. And when I listen to that podcast, uh, and they get really in-depth into this, it's pretty clear both of these guys, Tom Kernan's got a co-host, both of these guys are starting to feel pretty confident, and they're starting to say, when you watch, when you look at the eye test on the field, Mac Jones is the one that has got a higher grade. It's not that Cam is failing necessarily, but he's simply not performing as well as Mac. Okay? And in this league, with one coach we know for sure, Bill Belichick is not going to just hand Cam that job and he's going to give the job to whoever performs the best heading into the season. I think come hell or high water, even if Cam ends up winning the job, I don't know that he keeps it more than four weeks. That's my gut feeling. Through Bill Belichick's quote-unquote experimentation process he does in the first four weeks of the season. (laughs) But now you've got this jab situation that has popped up and I find it funny frankly that Mike Florio suggested well you just hand the job to Mac Jones because Cam might be unvaccinated well guess what they both answered it's none of your damn business which leads you to believe neither starting quarterback for the New England Patriots potentially has taken the jab maybe they have maybe they haven't we don't know but I think it's funny that it flies in the face of Florio that that uh, the job should just be handed to Mac Jones. Well, it's uh, going to be interesting to see what Mike Florio says about Mac Jones now. You want to cut them both and start Brian Hoyer? Is that where we're going? Jared Stenham's hurt.
0: Peace. I'm out. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm
1: back. Road for Black and White Live, the absurd continues to get more absurd when it comes to quarterback Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings. And what's odd is when you peel back all the layers, Kirk Cousins has never actually come out and said, I haven't gotten the vaccine. Now, he probably hasn't. And as I've said before, I'll say it again. If you choose to get it, awesome. If you choose not to get it, awesome. Awesome. We believe that is your personal choice, your personal freedom, and that's your decision to make. I don't believe that any employer, any sports organization, any uh, sports team should mandate that to their players. And on top of it, let's be honest, I don't think they should uh, be hammering all these stipulations onto these players, too. Because at the end of the day, they're trying to force these players to do something and we have found out that these players, absolutely, a lot of them, don't want to do it. They, I've got another one. I've got a video coming about another player that's come out and said, you're not going to back me into a corner, National Football League. And uh, they've, I mean, the amount of stipulations they have on world-class, trained elite athletes. And make no mistake, even a guy that is the fifth string tight end on a roster is in the 1% of world-class athletes. So, you know, you get the point. Uh, odds are, and we're no medical experts, but odds are, if, if they were to get the virus, probably not much would happen. Could, maybe, YouTube. And uh, you get where I'm going there as we try to cover our ass. But here we go. Let's do this. Hospital in Kirk Cousins' hometown ends relationship with him over the antivirus stance. Again, I don't think he's ever actually come out and blatantly said he's antivirus, anti-vaccine. So Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins refuses to get vaccinated for COVID-19. Okay, I still don't get that, but okay. Uh, And I've I've read every story I can find involving Kirk Cousins in this. And nowhere does it blatantly say, no, I haven't gotten it. Do I think he's gotten it? Probably not. But that's not the point. We're making blatant statements as fact when I don't think they know for sure. And the other thing is, if he has, he's probably making it really clear. It's none of your business to know. As a result, the hospital in Cousins' hometown no longer wishes to be associated with him. Cousins had served as a spokesman for Holland Hospital in Holland, Michigan, the town where Cousins was a star athlete at Holland Christian High School. The hospital announced today that they will cut ties with Kirk Cousins. Quote, While we acknowledge that each person is entitled to their own viewpoints, those who speak on our behalf must support messages that align with the hospital's position on matters of vital importance to individual and community health, the hospital said in a statement. For this reason, Holland Hospital will discontinue using Kirk Cousins as a spokesperson for now. We are proud for our, proud of our association with Kirk. He embodies many values we respect and share part of our work culture. However, we must be certain that our communications about the COVID vaccination are consistent and unequivocal. The clear recommendation from the CDC and leading experts is that the COVID vaccine is safe, effective, and the best defense against becoming infected with the virus. Evidence also indicates that vaccinated individuals may be less likely to carry and transmit to others, including children, family members, and friends. For this reason, Holland Hospital has and will continue to strongly recommend the COVID vaccine For those who are eligible to receive it, it is important that Holland Hospital maintain a trusted reputation we have earned for providing consistent, truthful information and evidence-based health care guidance. Cousins obviously can't represent a health care provider at this time when he is actively refusing to do the single most important thing one must do for the health of their community. Okay, so, and that is the opinion, of course, a pro football talk. Uh, believe it or not, that was not Corona bro and anti-Kirk Cousins uh, spokesperson Mike Florio. That was uh, Michael David Smith. Everybody knows Mike Florio hates Kirk Cousins, and he has forever, even though he is a Vikings fan. Go figure. There's probably five teams right now that would take Kirk Cousins in a literal minute as their starting quarterback. And at this point, frankly... I do wish Kyle Shanahan would have traded for Kirk Cousins. I'm liking Kirk Cousins more and more every day. Um, And once again, Kirk Cousins has not blatantly come out and said he hasn't gotten vaccinated. You know, it's probably a pretty decent assumption to assume he hasn't. But what Kirk Cousins has said is it's his business to do what he wants to do with his body. And he doesn't want anybody to infringe on that. And what's even crazier here is, with all the stipulations that the NFL has mandated on these players that choose not to get vaccinated, Kirk Cousins seems pretty satisfied with following and going to the trouble to go through all of these hoops that the NFL has, in my opinion, unfairly put on these players, but he's willing to do that for his belief system, which, look, I can't do anything but but say uh, personally, I admire that. I admire the fact that he has chosen to... He feels so strongly about an issue that he has decided to uh, uphold his belief system and stick to his belief system. I, I did a video yesterday where um, Mike Florio has, has drug in Kirk Cousins' father, who is a man of religion, a pastor, and he's, he's partially blaming his father... For Kurt's decision. Um, and I find that repugnant. There's no way he should drag in a family member into a conversation. Stick to the Vikings, stick to the NFL, stick to the quarterback, stay out of that. That's it's the lowest common denominator of journalism if you can claim Mike Florio does journalism. Once again, Florio is really good when he sticks to actual football, but he is so ate up over this coronavirus that it has absolutely clouded his judgment. And, uh, boy, he has exposed himself in the last year over this, uh, pandemic. Tell me what you think. Kirk cousins is now losing associations that he's had for a very long time because he is choosing his, uh, right to freedom. Um, I think it's, I think it's a bad look for the hospital. Personally speaking, Because Kirk Cousins hasn't brought the hospital into this. Uh, He has talked about nothing but football. And he only addresses this when he gets asked about it. He's out there to play quarterback. So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Kirk Kirk Cousins is getting some calls out there, believe it or not, to actually release him. (laughs) Huh. If, if the Vikings released Kirk Cousins right now, five teams would try to pick him up day one. Oh, and pay him about $20 million to do it. Vaccine or not, make no mistake, they'd understand we'd have
0: a pretty good starting quarterback. Uh, so, peace. I'm out. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.